How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. All smiles here on Sabres Live, apparently, Marty, as we get going for another brand new day. It's a game day. Buffalo in the Montreal tonight. And, of course, prospects abound in the Sabres system, and two of them are off to the gold medal game as Sweden uh, was able to upend Yuri Kulik and Czechia today. 5-2 in the semis. Uh, Kulik will play for bronze. But uh, Sweden... That was a thing of beauty from Noah Ostland. He had a two-point game. Uh, Wahlberg had an assist in the game. Lekaramaki was fantastic, obviously, once again for Sweden, who yeah. uh, maybe defied some of the early odds in this game. They weren't looking particularly sharp in the uh, early stages, but uh, good for them to be advancing to the gold medal game in front of their home fans. Send in Pelka, another goal in this game. Ooh. He had the overtime game winner against the Swiss the other day, which was a... Uh, you know, a little bit of a sweaty uh, moment for the uh, for the Swedes, but hey, uh, no, no, Oslin, great move. Paul Hamilton would never be able to pull that move, so uh, we wanted to show you Paul and then show you no Oslin. So that's kind of like how we did it at the start of the show. But no, it's uh, I, I love the instinct on that goal, and I know we're going to talk Sabers at Montreal tonight, but because it just happened this morning, yes. and. Oslin just sees that there's a turnover in the defensive zone and he takes off. Like he's not going to wait. He's not going to just, you know, they're up three, two, they have a goal lead, but you know what would make it better if you were up four two, let's go, let's get on your horse and go up the ice. He gets that pass and scores. So yeah, I absolutely love that instinct hockey instinct from Noah Oslin. Well, there was no question. He was going to go high on the Czech netminder based on how the previous attempts in the game had gone. And uh, obviously that was a nice finishing move by Noah, who's had a really, really good tournament, as you would expect. So beyond that, uh, Osland is, uh, you know, uh, some time away, obviously, from joining the Sabres. The current group must find a way to beat Montreal, which has proven to be a significant challenge over the last couple of seasons, including 0 for 2 this year, one loss being in a shootout. That loss featured Devin Levi versus Caden Primo in a terrific Saturday night goaltending matchup. Yep. Tonight, it's going to be Devin Levi in his homecoming to Montreal, and he'll be countered by often saber killer Jake Allen over the course of his career. 
Trap game tonight, the first trap game for the Montreal Canadiens, who are back home after seven on the road. Mm. Uh, they took off before they do their holiday Christmas uh, trip, right? Like yeah. every year. They go down to Florida usually before Christmas. This time they went between uh, Christmas and New Year's to uh, Florida and Tampa, but they did Winnipeg, Minnesota, Chicago, Carolina, Florida, Tampa, and Dallas. Um, and listen, they beat the Dallas Stars. They started good and they had three in a row they lost. But I, I say trap game because that's such a um, silly know, hockey cliche. I saw a silly hockey cliche. Now, there's times where you come back from the road and teams have looked like crap. I get mm-hmm. it, but I don't anticipate uh, Montreal to come home and looking like a team that doesn't know how to play. They just beat the Dallas Stars. Um, they are. What they seem to be really running well. Their top line since they put Slavkowski with uh, Caulfield and Suzuki. Now, they, look, they, they haven't overwhelmed the other team with their scoring, but they are consistently putting pressure, getting chances. Now, Caulfield's got goals in three straight. So, yeah, I think they're Montreal averaging is def- over a point a game collectively between yeah. the three of them. So, that, yeah, it's, I, it's, I, it's, it's at been minimum, good. that's what you hope to get. From your top line. And I think amidst it all, as we saw firsthand when they were here in Buffalo, Slavkowski got the game decider in the shootout. He yeah. had begin, been given repeated shootout attempts before. The whole point here is Slavkowski is finally, I don't know, depends on your perspective on all this, because there were many who felt like he maybe shouldn't have, you know, jumped into the NHL right when he did. But I like where he's at right now. And that's really all you can focus on. And if Buffalo's not paying attention to him tonight, I mean, think of the number of chances he had in the previous two games against the Sabres this year. Like once yeah. he gets his rhythm, it, it, whether he lives up to the, the the draft status through the course of his career, only time will tell. But uh, I like where he's at in this moment. And the biggest thing right now is when you think of Uri Slavkowski, you think a big guy. A guy that has size that should be a power forward and dominate physically. And it it took him a good year and a half, I think, to really get to understand how he can use his size to his advantage. And he has been really good pursuing D on the forecheck, using his reach, rubbing him off the puck. So I'm looking at, you know, Darlene and Power and, you know, anybody that's going to be playing on D for the Sabres and say, when Slavkowski's on the ice, can't sleep on him. You cannot sleep on him. He has created a ton of turnovers over the last few games here. Uh, and Suzuki and Caulfield are ready to pounce on it. And if it's not them, it's their defense because their defense have been really active and getting goals and getting production. Yeah, the problem with Montreal, of course, uh, and it really started before the season began and has been continuous throughout is the loss of... Um, Pretty significant players, certainly to their middle depth among the forward ranks. I mean, Newhook started the year so promisingly for this group and uh, then had his season wiped out. The the latest today to go down for the entirety of the season now is Dvorak. So when you when you throw it all together and you have five players who could easily be regulars, if not significant contributors, that's a, it's a huge hole. So they're still trying to fill all that. Um, five and six, possibly, because they have no Tanner Pearson, no Kirby Doc, no Alex Newark, New Christian Dvorak, you just talked about, Raphael R.V. Pinard, who, yeah. for those that don't know him, like he's produced and played yes. really well. And yeah. now Josh Anderson was banged Correct. up. So there's six yep. of them. Like you're losing two lines. Yes. Like think of the Sabres, Duffer, and we talked about it all season long. And now, oh, they don't have Jack Quinn. Well, that's why I never guy. wanted to make too big a deal out of it, right? Like, yeah. It, 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 
It, other teams have found, be, other teams have be, found their rhythm. And look, I go back to 05-06. You lose Briere, you lose Dumont, you lose those guys. Hey, you know the old cliche. There's another cliche. Well, next man up mentality. Mm-hmm. I I don't think Buffalo has had that 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 ability to do next man up mentality this year. Montreal has figured out a way to yeah. do next man up mentality. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think you'd be hard pressed to uh, you know if you were playing a game here, randomly pick a team that is 100% healthy. Like, it's no. just not, you know, so everybody's missing somebody. And Darren Dreger from TSN will join us at the bottom. Like, uh, Minnesota, like, just as an example here, Minnesota is missing, like, think about this for a second. If this could be easily your starting lineup, if not one of your best lineups you could possibly ice. Yes, Kaprizov, Zuccarello, Felino among forwards, Spurgeon and Brodine on the blue line, and Gustafson in goal. And that's not all of it. That's just the six that you the could main, put out there yeah. in your starting lineup every night. Yeah. And they're all gone now. And it's like, holy cow. And all of a sudden, the novelty of the new coach and the strong defensive play and everything else and trying to get back in the playoff picture, like, you're just trying to survive now. And good luck to Marc-Andre Fleury be in the last line of defense in that, you know? He's put in a tough position. Not that Flower was going to be the answer to their issue in Minnesota. It was Philip Gustafson needed to play better, which he did when they made the coaching (laughs) change. But yeah, you're being put in a tough situation now. But look, again, like sometimes you'll lose quantity, not quality, which Mm -hmm. can affect your team because all of a sudden it's like you're missing, you know, a lot of bodies. And that's a, a problem. Sometimes you miss... Quality, not quantity. And the Winnipeg Jets, you know, they're, they're without their best goal scorer in Kyle Connor. Nice. And and they keep playing well. They Again, what's the key to the Winnipeg Jets? They're ninth, Consistent scoring, but more defensive-oriented. They're 20... ninth in expected goals against. They're a top-10 yeah. defensive team, and they have a goaltender that now has slipped himself to number one in goals save above expectations, wow. right? Like, it's Connor Hellebuck and Tasha Demko. Hellebuck's number one. But that's why... Winnipeg is winning is because they are defending and Hellebuck is there. So I I go back to our discussion. Was it yesterday, the day before, whatever, like if the Sabres weren't 27th or 28th and expected goals against at five on five, where would they be if they were defending? Like Montreal is a team that to me is interesting because like at the start of the season, I definitely did not have Montreal ahead of Buffalo. I'm Mm -hmm. thinking, but Montreal has found a way to use their three goalies somehow, some way um, to their advantage. Why? Because they're defending and they're helping them. Now, doesn't mean that Primo's performance against Buffalo is not a one-off and you need that. And Montembeau and, you know, has had great performances and Allen has had great performances. But overall, Montreal has been able to defend better than other teams. What's their expected goals against? I'm going to have to pull it up right now. Okay, well, um, well, you do that. I mean, obviously. It will take two seconds, yeah. but yes. I mean, it's the, the key for me is when teams can adjust with injuries, right? Mm-hmm. And if you can adjust with injuries and defend, you're going to be a better team. Like yeah. Montreal is 23rd. So you don't have to be top 10, top 15, but if you're not bottom five, you can mm-hmm. kind of survive a little bit. The difference between Montreal and let's see um, – the Flyers, who are 11th, okay, mm-hmm. is an expected of seven goals. Seven goals over 35 games is not a lot. 
right? That's the right. difference between them and, and the Flyers right now, let's see. Right, and that's also worth them. So what's the difference between Buffalo and Montreal, most importantly? Most importantly, it is an extra six goals right now, five and a half, really. Yeah, so it's it's hard to quantify just exactly how that would translate in the standings, but the one thing that, that we've seen this year is uh, neither club has been particularly adept uh, on special teams, uh, Buffalo is uh, minus three when it comes to five on five scoring and Montreal is only minus one. And I know that we talked about that in one of the earlier meetings this year. And so. Here's another I, thing. You it, know well, what the PDO the, the, is? The thing is like Buffalo, like this is about as even a matchup as you can get. And you can't really, you know, there's no excuses here. Like just go play the game and um, it, and at some point they have to figure out a way to beat Montreal. And it, it, they've lost five of the last six head to head. So no, yeah, and and Montreal like they are, they're inserting defensemen after defenseman after defenseman. You're like, who are these guys, right? Like mm-hmm. Jaden Struble is in there, and then you have Lindstrom in there, and then mm-hmm. you know it's Baron Harris Kovacevic, and you're like, okay, that's not like the Montreal Canadiens teams of the past were. Andre Markov and Sheldon Surrey and Shea Weber. And it was like, they always had that stud defenseman. P.K. Subban. They always had, and and Montreal this year has been able to do it with pieces coming in and out of the lineup. They, Harbor Jackai last year was the the rage, right? Like Harbor Jackai, like look at how tough he is and whatever. He got hurt. Mm -hmm. He came back. He's he's been in Laval. Mm -hmm. He's been playing in Laval. Why? Because... All these other guys have played so much better mm-hmm. that they're like, okay, well, you know, in this game tonight, Montreal is going to dress 11 forwards and 7D. Why? Mm-hmm. Because that's their best option to go into the game. Yeah, I suspect Jack, I will find himself uh, getting a call up at some point, but the group is yeah. just too good right now because of their contributions. Um, and, and as we said, and we'll talk more about this tonight on our pregame show at 630, just the fact that, you know, it's actually pretty elite what we're seeing from Montreal right now as far as defense goal scoring is concerned. Um, but it all it does for me is it takes me back to last year when they were, again, crushed by injuries. And many of these under-23 defensemen were yeah. getting their first looks. And I came away from those head-to-head Buffalo-Montreal games thoroughly impressed. I mean, Gooley at full health, at his best, looks like he will be such a dominating presence. From the blue, I, I just I I again, but not unlike what you see with Darlene and Power and Samuelson. Yeah. Sure, you still ride the wave of inconsistency to a certain extent, but I think Gouley's, uh, you know, just has this I incredible didn't even upside. Him. Yeah, I mean, but that but is, that, that was oh. they blew me away last year with how many young defensemen stepped in and looked like they could handle the workload. So I'm actually not surprised that we're sitting here talking about this a year later because it seemed, but. It only Maybe came we about... watched too much Sabres hockey because I was watching Dallas Montreal the other day and yeah. Gooley had a, um, I believe he scored a goal. It was like a, a rebound that he came in and can mm-hmm. and, and beat Wedgwood Wood. But he had made like three mistakes, like in the five minutes sure. before that, like three bad turnovers, yeah. but he scored. So then you watch the highlights the next day and you're like, oh, what a play by Gooley. He scored a goal. You don't see the other mistakes. And, but that's what, that's the inconsistencies of young players. But mm-hmm. again, like I would, I would think that 
Gulli is still young enough to play with that carefree kind of like, okay, I, I can make mistakes mm-hmm. as long as I do my thing. It's going to adjust a little bit. You're going to have to be responsible in all aspects of the game, but that's not his role right now. And he, he's definitely, he flies on the ice and I really like him. There's that's for sure. Three points between them in the standings. Montreal is ahead of Buffalo right now as they go into game 38. The Sabres are having game 39 and Devin Levi enters at seven, six and two, but this game is unlike any other in his NHL career as he returns to Montreal. Your thoughts on and expectations for him tonight? Uh, I mean, uh, think of the game he played in Boston, went mm-hmm. back to Boston where he played college hockey, where he yep. was at the bean pot and he had a great game beating the Boston Bruins. Um, you know, I think there's a, there's a thing to be said about being emotionally charged up and really uh, enjoying that experience of playing mm-hmm. in your hometown. Like Montreal is not my hometown, but when I first played in Montreal at the start of my career, man, was it fun. My family in the crowd, my Mm -hmm. friends watching on TV, like it was incredible. So I would think Levi is going to use that, but I always am careful because I want my goalies to be consistent emotionally and not get too fired up. Because when you get too fired up, you end up doing things that maybe, you know, you regret, like you chase the game, you overslide, you overplay things. And so um, use it to be prepared, to enjoy the experience, to be at your best, but don't overdo it. And that's been the thing with Levi. There's games this year where he's been so dialed in and under control. And there's games this year where he's been really over chasing the game and overactive in that. So find the happy middle. That's the biggest thing. But the experience itself, the emotional experience of playing in Montreal, if you're somebody from Dollar des Ormeaux, which is right outside of, you know, the The good guys. As the, uh, the, he... the small island, <laughs> the, the bizarre island, because <laughs> there's a there's a place right next to it. It's called Il Bizarre. That's where Jim Corsi, go, longtime goalie coach, the Sabres yeah. used to live, and it was Bizarre Island. But yeah. anyway, yeah, the good guys, the uh, the English uh, speaking portion of Montreal, all live in Bizarre Island or Dollar des Ormeaux. And and technically now, it's not a homecoming for Levi because all of his family has moved to Florida. He shared yes. that with us the other night. So, uh, but regardless, um, the the roots are strong, and it is the place where he grew up watching Carey Price and watching hockey, and just you know, he he seems like the kid that never missed a single thing about the NHL as a kid. Yeah. Like, would have watched every single highlight. Would have just you know, on a scale of one to 10 would have been a 15 every night walking into the bell center with the energy, you know, oh, yeah. of, of, a, of just like a hockey obsessed kid. And, um, and I do love that energy about him, you know, and I think the best example as far as trying to set a personal tone for the experience is the one that you referenced already. The Boston game has to be the closest other than of course, his NHL debut when he finds yes. himself out there against the Rangers which was just, it's still mind-blowing for him, that whole moment. But he he has a great uh, recall of all this kind of stuff. So I think the more he just stacks those experiences, um, you know, the, the, the better it will be for him. And, I mean, if you're being honest at this point, based on how our summer discussions went and the three goalies and the expectations and should they start the year with Levi, like when you look at the the real numbers for him right now, Seven six and two, three thirty six, eight eighty eight, and those are 
the old school numbers, if you will. Yes. Like what, what do you, what do you think of at this point as we near the halfway point in Levi's first full year? Um, I think that, look, I was kind of expecting 905, 906, yep. like league average to just above average. Like I mm-hmm. didn't think he was going to come in with a 915, 920 save percentage this year. But I think the work that both Lukanen and Levi have put in mm-hmm. would be at about a 905 save percentage kind of range if the team played a little bit better defense in front of them and if the right. penalty kill was better. I Have they had their bad moments? Absolutely. They've yeah. had their young goaltender inexperienced moment where there's games where you're like, ooh. That wasn't pretty tonight, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's going to happen. You gotta consist. You get you gotta try to be more consistent in 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 fading those away and mm-hmm. putting more average games to good games in there. But I think they'd be at 900, 903, 904 if they just had a little bit more help in front of them. And I we talked about it so much the other day. That's the biggest thing for me is mm-hmm. that they go into the season thinking. We were good with Levi and Lukanen and Comrie and the three goalies, and we'll figure it out. But we're good with them. Why? Because we're going to be a better defensive team. We're going to lock things down. We're going to be better defensively. And they have not shown that as a team, which in return kind of puts Lukanen and Levi in a tough spot, right? Mm -hmm. To say, hey, you're young. You're not going to have a lot of experience, especially Levi's side. And you have to be a savior to be able to win games for us. Like, that's not really there are not the expectation for the team this year to put on the goalies. Yeah. We are expecting some game time decisions um, this afternoon into this evening, as far as the group, which held an optional skate today after a couple of full days of practice. Mm-hmm. Um, Levi, you know, obviously getting this opportunity, the defense was jumbled a bit yesterday in practice, probably not something to overthink. We've certainly seen most combinations and pairings tried this year so you know let it be whether it's 11 and 7 12 and 6 so much of this stuff just has to go out the window right at this yes. point and um, yeah yeah so much has to be out the window because now we know that there's no set patterns right like optional skates sometimes they're all there sometimes nobody's there sometimes you don granado said i didn't like Dallin and samuelson's game together in ottawa i wanted mm-hmm. to see if anything could maybe work well different pairings yeah it could start the game with the regular pairings they could start the game with different pairings um i i i, I don't really read anything into it right now at this moment 30 and 14 can they do it they can <laughs> i mean that's an answer that like anybody can do anything thank they you for the go, quick answer i appreciate they could that. go 40 and four hey they can they can go 40 and four um is it likely they go 40 and four no is it likely they go 30 and 14? Um, better start soon. You better right. put a, a, you know, again, only yeah. once this year have they won consecutive games. Like, yeah. that's the number one thing. You want to win 30 of the next 44, you better put a string together at some point. Yeah. It's funny how you went to the 40 and 4 reference, and then all of a sudden 30 and 14 sounded a lot easier and better. Yeah, well, yes, that's the that's the, the right way to do it. So uh, you got to believe. You got to oh believe. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, I mean, is there anything else lineup-wise? I think, it like, for me, beyond the big story of Levi, I would say that if I – this might be a dangerous path to go down. Um, well, like Shana Goldman's concernometer, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm mildly concerned 
for JJ Paterka. Uh, that's right where now. I was going to go. I, d- I just don't want him to lose everything that he gained in the first quarter to first third of the season. You know, the pace that he was on, which was pretty much a 35 goal pace all year. Now it's dipped yes. just below 30. That's fine. It's still a nice improvement, right? I just don't, you don't want to see his game. And maybe, maybe that's the the beauty of who he's with right now is that even with a, a gold drought, he's, he's less likely to fall into something worse because of who he's with, which is incredible chemistry, known line mates. They have a consistency about them, regardless of whether the pucks are actually going in. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would agree with it. And he's getting chances, right? And yeah. that's the biggest thing. Like yeah, big breakaway again last big game. Big breakaway, right? so. good shot from the slot. And he gets like, it's like he's getting chances. Now, in the last nine games, obviously, zero goals, four mm-hmm. assists. So you want that number to be a lot different. Still got 23 shots, you know, yep. still averages over 17 minutes a game. You're thinking, okay, the, 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 the good things are in place yes, and the chances are in place and the high danger and the slot shots are in place. Mm-hmm. That to me is, is okay. Um, would I like to see him get a couple of goals? Like instead of going nine games without a goal, like the, the, the best players in the league are able to go, maybe they get two and nine, right? Maybe they don't mm-hmm. score four and nine or five and nine, but they, maybe they got one in there. They, the one of those chances has to go in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would like to see JJ break through uh, to at least get one goal. And, and I mean, he's due. He's li- literally due because he's getting chances and it's not going in. Yeah. And Dylan would say the same thing, obviously. Right. I mean, yeah, he's but- really, Dylan's really had just two kind of half dozen game stretches this year where the points have happened consistently. But other than that, it's, it's, it's been a void and there's no question that he took on that topic not too long ago. Right. So I think he's still very much trying to find the cousins that scored over 30 last year. Yeah. But Dylan in the last eight games, he's got seven points. So you're thinking, Hey, almost a point a game in the last eight. Right. And it's that it's, it's good. That line seems to be working better. They seems to be getting chances and Dylan had a really rough start to the season. This is a lot better than where it was at the start of the year. So at mm-hmm. least he can say, Hey, I started at a one out of 10 and now maybe I'm at a six out of 10. Can mm-hmm. I make the gap to get to an eight, nine, 10, right? I mean, he's mm-hmm. going the right direction. So that's yeah. the difference. Paterka started at an eight out of 10, eight or nine out of 10, and now has dropped to a, Production-wise, maybe a two or three. Mm-hmm. Game-wise, for me, it's still probably a, a six. Mm-hmm. So it's just finding the way to get back up to a higher level. Well, we want you to do that uh, as part of Mental Health Awareness Night that happens on January the 17th here in Buffalo. And it's conversation for us all. It's a pregame panel discussion that will be happening over at Lecom Harbor Center with founder of Same Here, Eric Hewson, followed by the Sabres and Hawks game. And you can visit sabres.com slash same here to get your tickets and learn more. Darren Drager from TSN after this on Sabres Live. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we're back with more of sabers live presented by seneca resorts and casinos nothing else comes close welcome back always great to see Darren Dreger from TSN. It's our first time this year. Hi, Dregs. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Now, is today the cutoff? Like, we can say Happy New Year. You know, I haven't Thursday. I haven't said it to anybody for a couple of days. So, yeah, okay. I think we're probably in cutoff mode. This year is, was the isn't last. That the David uh, rule from Curb Your Enthusiasm was probably. like yeah. Thursday. That's it. I See, in our business, though, I feel like you should be able to go to the end of the week because, you know, we're constantly in communication with contacts and colleagues and whatnot. I mean, yeah. how do you, if you if you haven't talked to them during the holidays and you have to ask a question, do you not start by saying hello, happy yes. new year? What yeah. do you think of this? Yeah. I think yeah, maybe get let's get to Sunday and then I I would have exhausted the. But what if like in and in, in I'm going to tell you this and I, let's get to hockey talk after. But in Quebec, for example, everything is off this week as well. So when you go back to work, like our school next Monday, it's January the eighth. Let's say you have wow. a show like Sabers Live and you haven't been on the air since the New Year. Do you start January eighth by saying Happy New Year, everyone? Like it's Monday, January the eighth. Like it's probably yeah. late, but you have to. Yeah. yeah. I think you would have to. I think that'd be acceptable. But, I mean, you've done worse things in Quebec, I'm sure, over time, Marty. I've celebrated New Year's on August the 1st, so let's just say <laughs> that way. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Darren, you weren't with us right when we went to break, but we were promoting uh, a mental health awareness night that the Sabres have been involved in, and yeah, it's happening nice. again on January 17th. And I just thought this was incredibly fitting that during the commercial break, I saw this statement from Oliver Shillington in the Calgary Flames. Mm. And he said, his statement today was, I feel I'm in a good place with my mental health and ready to take another step forward. Returning to Calgary has been the right decision. 
I have felt tremendous commitment from Flames ownership, management, and my teammates. I'm appreciative of the support and resources made available to me. I also thank my family, friends, and fans for their encouragement. I'm looking forward to getting back on the ice in a team environment and back to my everyday life. I have missed it very much. Hmm. This is, Calgary's had a really interesting year. Um, It was a huge, it was a, I mean, oh my gosh, this organization, when you think of everything that they've gone through, right? There's just been so much heartache and uh, and challenges here in the last calendar year. Chris Snow passing, um, but when Oliver wasn't able to to start the year, um, I think it quickly became overlooked, you know, his absence. And yet when you when you recognize and he's gonna he's gonna start a stint with the Wranglers, um I, this is an incredibly positive development, um, but he's also shown tremendous bravery in this. In this, I, I, it's it's hard not to be really excited for for him and the Flames, and with with great hope here as we talk about you know a new year. Yeah, I mean it's a success story right now as as we're looking at Oliver Shillington and the fact that you know he's he's resuming his professional career and just logistically speaking he yeah it's a conditioning stint with the Calgary Wranglers um he won't be there for very long uh as long as is allowed just to try and get him up to pace get him up to speed uh and get him ready for the National Hockey League but you know I I've I've kept close watch on this story because he's represented by JP Barry from CAA Hockey and you know again it's a private confidential matter mm-hmm. so we know some of it we don't know most of it and frankly it's nobody's business. What we what we knew is what the the Calgary Flames are willing to share, and that was that he was going through a real difficult personal matter, family related, mm-hmm. um, and and uh, most definitely was mental health associated as well. Well, as an organization, as a players association, as an agency at CAA Hockey, they did everything right. They gave this young man all the opportunity, the time, the treatments required, um, everything, and did not push or put any pressure on him to return to North America, let alone to return to pro hockey. So the fact that he's back and has been for a while, has been training aggressively and is ready to jump back very soon into the National Hockey League, I don't know how you describe it, anything other than a true success. Other than reminding people that, that, you know what, he's a really good player. And here's hoping that he can get himself back to that level so he can feel like he's contributing at that level. It's, it's, it's it great. was the same thing with Samuel Gerard of the Colorado Avalanche. When he came yeah. back, he said, I, yeah. I am a different person now. And it was, it, it, it let go year after year. And I go back to even when I played, right? Like mm-hmm. 10 years ago, 15 years ago, whatnot. Like, yeah. We we were almost afraid to say I'm not doing good. I need time off. Like no, like it was grind, 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 oh, grind. Yeah. I think the advancement that we've done over the last ten years are, are tremendous, and we should continue to uh, to develop more of that. And it's Derek- society in general, though, isn't it, fellas? Yeah. Which is yeah. a great thing, but not that these these individuals that we've identified here want or need or care to be role models. But when you're a professional athlete. It it does. It comes with a territory. So mm-hmm. when you show the level of courage that these men have, well, mm-hmm. what message does that send to average Joes like us or mm-hmm. the young players, male and female, who are making their way at, at various levels of, of hockey? Mm-hmm. You know, I used to be in, in, in on a minor hockey board, and we'd have these seminars on a, an annual basis and sometimes more than a couple of times a year 
primarily with our coaches to make sure that your environment is it's okay speak up no matter what it is well that's easier said than done (laughs) you know you can you can tell a young person okay you you need to speak up if you're not if something's going on in your world that you're not comfortable with you're not feeling good about so when you get Oliver Shillington you get Sam Gerrard when you get all of these these again quote-unquote role models doing what they've do uh done showing the bravery I mean, that's just great messaging, in my opinion. Well, I've had the good fortune to um, be in Rochester a couple of times this year when Spencer Knight was Uh, in the visiting goal crease. Another great story. So, right. But it takes time. And, you know, Spencer, again, he didn't have to. But then when he opened up about what had been plaguing him and really hurting him um, mentally in preparation for games and things like that Look, i just I, I can't i just can't help but be encouraged every time i see him yeah, and, and i almost darren which is the unusual for me i almost don't even look at any of his statistics i just hmm. care that he's playing right yeah. and, and and that's and that's what florida obviously has been hand in hand with him and and he'll get back someday yeah. but it, Guys, he's not he's it, not being rushed no. and it's so, so funny you talk about that because i was talking with matthias samuelson in the airport in ottawa the other day and he goes marty where did you live in philly when you were in philly so i was in Voorhees, right in the same street as simon Gagne. he goes all oh, right by that plaza there and i'm like i forgot about the plaza <laughs> because i used to stop at the same convenience store and grab a chocolate bar on the way like it was my like it was superstitions and one time simon Gagne was like marty we don't have time to stop there's traffic we got to get there i'm like no I have to stop. Like, it was almost like I was consumed by that type of preparation and superstitions yeah. or whatnot. Yeah. And nowadays they would say, hey, listen, let's let's work on this because that's yeah. not healthy that no, you right. like have to do all these things and you know, put your right. Like, let's work yeah. on this. And players now are better about that. Yeah. But anyway, it reminded me of that when I was talking well, to Samuelson about it. And then just to wrap up, here's why I, I, you know, and I'm going to identify these two goalies, you know, oddly enough, and I'm, I'm thinking of Jack Campbell and I'm thinking of Ilya Samsonov and I'm not blaming the media relations people of the Edmonton Oilers or the Toronto Maple Leafs, but how many times after a game where the goalie has obviously struggled mightily and on more than one occasion, you get the same response where they just dive on the sword. I was terrible. I need to be better. I need yeah. to be this. I need to be that. You know, I, I've gotten to a place, maybe it's just with age, where I don't want to even hear from those poor guys mm-hmm. after games like that. It's one thing if, if, if you've had an off night and you let in a lousy goal, but generally speaking, you're having a good season. Mm-hmm. Those two guys have been more or less self-tortured through a yeah. process, you know? Mm-hmm. So there are times where I wish um, they'd, they'd have a little bit more protection or certainly maybe to go down a different path like some of these other players have to try and, and get the help required. And media scrum is not a therapy session. It's far from it. So maybe it would be like, <laughs> listen, let's like have like yeah. some some kind of conversation right now about how you're feeling. What you like instead of having to answer the media. But yeah. you're right. I think things yeah. are going to change as well. But hey, that's talk what's about going on by the way, this week with Samsonov. That's what's yeah. going on with Samsonov. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because he's not going to play, right? He's just no. getting himself no. healthy again. He's, mentally, he's working with like, a yeah with 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 the psych coaches and yeah he's doing on ice stuff with the Toronto Maple Leafs coaching staff, the goalie yeah. coaches and whatnot. But a lot of this is mental driven so that he feels good about himself so that he can even possibly hit 
a reset button to get back to the NHL. But reset was the word the Rangers used with Heedle, allowing him, yeah. right, to, to be at home now as he tries to come back from injury. Like, the, it sounds like the, it's just the right thing to do for him to yeah. have the best chance to get better and Agreed. come back at the same level. So, again, yeah. these are these are good changes that we're seeing um, well, good on you for bringing it up. I mean, a it's it's a terrific, standpoint. yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a it's a good topic because more and more we're we're seeing good outcomes, if not great outcomes. So we should well, talk more. And, and Do, mental health affects your physical health. Your physical health affects your no mental question. health. Like you look at Minnesota yeah. right now, they're they're banged up. They got so many injuries. Montreal, we play Sabers play Montreal tonight. They got so many injuries and. Yeah. At times, it's becoming like almost like a depressing state when everybody's yeah. always getting hurt. So they they're hand in hand. Like Bill Guerin said, I've never seen anything like it. Right in Minnesota, Crazy. top players getting hurt like that. Like that's why I think it used to be just focused on physical health, but now both of them they they come together. Have yeah. to, yeah, it's so important. Um, but again, we're repeating ourselves. But teams are mindful of all of this. Coaches mm-hmm. are mind. Coaches are still going to coach hard right you know they're going to make tough decisions you got playing well you're going to get sat in certain situations managers are going to make business related decisions but when it comes to the well-being of their players i would say all organizations take that very seriously mentally and physically so darren um with minnesota having the injuries that they're having vegas has just been finding ways to lose yes they've had injuries too new jersey is starting to find ways to win san jose has regressed (laughs) record wise to what they were in october having lost nine in a row but some say it's not that bad i mean when you put all these teams in a basket and try to sort through their issues like which one of them for you is closest to being able I'll put it that way to yeah. do something about it because obviously the cap often yeah. confines teams from working themselves out of tough situations, right? Well, yeah. Look, I don't think San Jose wants to do anything about Correct. it. Correct. Yeah. Right. Obviously, they're going to be further sellers as you know they they look to the draft and Macklin Celebrini, who we all watched mm-hmm. as part of Team Canada, the World Juniors. Um, it feels like Vegas is just that kind of team where they just internally find a way to sort it out. Yeah. You know, they've had more than their share of goaltending issues, certainly last year, now a little bit this year again. But the one thing that the Vegas Golden Knights did well, and I don't know if it's the experience of Bruce Cassidy, he made sure that those players understood the roller coaster that they were about to jump on in trying to defend that Stanley Cup mm-hmm. and openly talked about what they're dealing with right now. Okay, you're going to go through stretches of play in the regular season where you don't think that you have any business trying to defend for the Stanley Cup. But trust me, trust the process. It's just part of going through, you know, the the ebbs and flows and the parity that exists in the NHL. So I don't have any concerns about the Vegas Golden Knights. I think that they're going to be a good team. Um, I go back and forth with Tom Fitzgerald, who's uh, one of my favorite GMs in the National Hockey League, because he just he too finds a way to 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 get to business and get things handled. We've talked about the goaltending in the New Jersey Devils on this segment before. Um, he doesn't seem to be in any big rush to to try and and bring in reinforcements or look for an upgrade. And maybe that's because he's looking around the league and seeing so many other teams that have below average goaltending and, and or injuries yeah, or injuries. And the reality is they're just there. There aren't upgrades available. Or if there's a goalie that you, you may want to take a gamble on the asking price is through the roof because again, it's supply and demand here. 
So I, I look at New Jersey and I look at Vegas among the teams that you've talked about here, Duffer, and I don't have big concerns. I, I still see the New Jersey Devils making their way into the playoffs. I, yeah. I, I don't doubt that. Very we, much. Uh, we saw a unicorn yesterday. A Uh-oh. unicorn. We saw a unicorn. <laughs> and because there you go on the screen, we get the unicorn. Because we talked about Ilya Samsonov and you talked yeah. about Golden here on the league. Martin Jones played on back-to-back night and got two wins. Did I not tell you? Who they, I said they would be fine. I said Jones yes, would be fine. Yes. Yeah. yes yeah. But, uh, Dregs, what is going on with the Leafs that they have to play their goalie back-to-back nights? It's a terrible situation. Come on, Terrible. People. They I know. can do it. They can play back-to-back nights. I heard somebody say on radio today, <laughs> won't say who, that, well, that's dangerous. Martin Jones could have gotten hurt, and if he got hurt, oh. they would have been in trouble. I'm like, What? We're playing like he could get hurt anytime. Come on. Yeah. Now I'm with you. I guess I was a little bit surprised because there's been so much talk um, in the Toronto market about Hidalby and how well he's played in the, in, in the American league. <clears throat> yeah. And it seemed not that Anaheim is a complete pushover. It just seemed that of the two games in Southern California, if you're going to give the kid a taste, that would be where you'd give him the taste in the back to back. But um I mean, that game last night, uh, which was very late for me. I'm get, Again, I'm getting old. And staying up for these late games is a challenge for me. How about Lucas Dolstall? Yeah, Woo! amazing. 55 uh, saves. Uh, 55 record. saves. Yeah. Record. That's a, now, again, we want to get into some trade speculation. John Gibson's name has been out there for a while, right? I mean, you know, it's been for years, in fact. His name has been out there. But... I had a chat with Dave Nonis this morning and and now of course he works for Calgary, but not that far removed from the Anaheim Ducks. And I'm like, where did, where did this dose all come from? He's like, a fourth round draft pick. Yeah. And you know, they had time for him, but then he seemed to settle and, and maybe even regress a little bit. And now yet here he is nice and he's game. making things interesting in the NHL. Well, San Diego was so bad. Yeah, last yeah. year that they, it was it was hard to imagine a positive in any situation right and that's yeah. tough Th- those are real tough when your development years as a goalie when your team is that yeah. bad when you're trying to take that next step but anyway great stuff today darren thank you so much for this and uh we will see you next week yeah had a great chat you guys have a great weekend <laughs> darren dreger hockey insider from tsn we'll wrap up sabers live after this Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 
back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Welcome back. Winding down Sabres Live. And we're doing a little on this date, Marty. It was one of the more infamous moments for an NHL forward facing an empty net situation to close out a game. And it didn't quite happen for Patrick Steffen as he was a member of the Dallas Stars in Edmonton. Well, he missed the empty net. It's one of the most infamous empty net. He has the wide open net. He goes to slip it on the backhand. The puck hops over his stick and then he slips and falls just to see Bergeron just quick up the puck and Al Shemsky scoring to tie it at five. Like that was unreal and really unfortunate for Patrick Stefan, who was the number one overall pick for the Atlanta Trashers, never really panned out. But this moment was one that you had to say, what just happened? Couldn't even put it in a four by six. But the truth of the matter is, and no one ever talks about this, Patrick Steffen scored in the game and his team won the game. So burn the tape. It's irrelevant. It played no no role in the Dallas Stars ultimate storyline for that season. But man, oh man, it was. I think what's worse, the missing of the net or the falling as you try to stop? The fall down is tough. The fall down is tough. It's the fall down. Like the puck hops. But if you don't fall down and you keep the puck and you You build the the last 10 seconds, you're fine. Yeah. Uh, Big happy birthday to Victor Wembanyama. He's 20 today. Nico Hishier is 25. And Nico had a three-point game last night against Hunter Shepard and the Washington Capitals. That's why I brought up New Jersey because Nico Dawes was victorious at the other end. So here we are again with the Devils contemplating which of their three nutbinders is the right one. Not that he was fantastic. He was good, but it's like, you know what? Uh, Schmid has been good and Vanacek has been good at times, so they're stuck. We will save our winter classic television ratings discussion for tomorrow. We'll see you tonight, pregame, 6.30. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. 
And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.